Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Confessions of a New Grad. This podcast is an ongoing story, so I'd recommend listening to the previous episodes before starting this one. Chapter 17. The Catch. I was awoken on Friday morning by my phone ringing. I cursed, wondering which part of the do not disturb setting on my phone it had been confused by and picked it up. Hello? Hello, it's Danny from the Harwood and Butte apartment you came to see yesterday. Oh, hi. I sat up quickly and cleared my throat. I wanted to call ya because the guy who was going to rent out Unit 508 has backed out, so if you want the place, it's yours. I've already checked your references. Yes, I shouted pinching myself aggressively just to make sure I wasn't dreaming. I'll take it. Great, he said. Can you come by to sign the lease later today? And you'll need the first month's rent plus a damage deposit, which is half a month, so that'll be a check for $15.75. No problem, I said, even though it was a problem. My bank account was almost empty. Want to stop by around noon? He suggested. You won't officially start your lease until Monday, but the place is clean and ready to go. I can give you the keys today if you want to spend the weekend moving in. That would be great, thanks. I hung up as Gemma poked her head curiously into my room. What's going on? She asked. I got the apartment, I cried, leaping up out of bed, sans pants, and giving her a hug. What? Which one? The perfect one, the one with the ocean view from yesterday. What? I thought it was taken? She looked confused, but joined me in jumping up and down all the same. It was, but whoever had it backed out and now it's mine. I'm gonna sign the lease today. That's amazing. She hugged me and spun me around the room. We've got to celebrate. Well, actually, not yet, I said as we crashed into the wall. I need like $1,500 for the first month's rent and damage deposit. Ah, she said, pulling me up before I fell out of the half-open window. A snag. Yeah, I mean... I will have the money once I start work and get paid, I said, rummaging around the room for something to wear, but that won't be for another two weeks. Ask your parents, she suggested. I'm sure they can lend you the money. I knew that Gemma was right and that my parents would be happy to help me, but it still sucked to ask them for money after everything they'd already done. 
Dude, you'll pay them back when you get paid in a few weeks, Gemma said after I told her this. Your only other option is like getting a loan from the bank or something, and that might not happen at all, and certainly not by noon today. You don't want to lose the perfect apartment over pride. You're right, I sighed, but still, after today, I'm only going to call my parents to talk to them and see how they're doing, not ask for favors. You will do that, Gemma said. Everyone knows you love your parents, Brooklyn. Stop being so hard on yourself. As Gemma had suspected, my parents were more than willing to help me out. They were excited that I had found such an affordable place downtown and asked me to send them pictures as soon as I could. I've got another split shift today, Gemma said, so if you want, you can come into West Van with me for the first part of it from 9 to 11 and write or go for a run or something. Then I can drive us to your new place. Sounds great, I said. We should go out and celebrate tonight too, Gemma said. And since you've got a place downtown, we could like walk to a club. I can't believe this. It feels too good to be true. It really does, she agreed, as we made our way downstairs. Gemma led the way into her family's storage closet and pulled a few brightly colored sacks off a shelf. Let's bring these sleeping bags so that we can all crash on your floor tonight, she said. I'm assuming you won't be able to get your bed over there today. Right, I said. I've got to ask Brie about that. Her parents have been storing it for me in their basement. That was smart of you not to give it away when you moved in with Tyler, Gemma said. A new bed would be crazy expensive. Yeah, I said. I'm probably going to have to get a couch and a few other things, though. I guess I'll just pay for them on my visa and hope I don't get fired before I get paid. Gemma laughed. Yeah, please don't get fired. You can keep the sleeping bags for something to sit on until you get a sofa. Camping season is basically over anyway. We loaded the sleeping bags and a few extra blankets into Gemma's car. Then we sent messages to Lana and Bree, telling them that I had found an apartment and we were pre-drinking there tonight before going out to celebrate, and then drove to Y-Yoga. Stefan had sent me another message this morning. I waited until we got to the studio and Gemma started her shift before responding. Then I donned my running gear and sprinted 15K. When Gemma and I made our way to my new apartment to get the keys and sign the lease, we found Danny waiting out front for us. He seemed genuinely happy for me as we filled out the paperwork. Then Gemma and I went for a long walk along the seawall. The day was gray, but the rain was light and we drank in the damp air ecstatically as we walked, imagining all the fun we would have at the beach this summer. I purposefully ignored the message Stefan sent me as we walked, wanting to focus on my time with Gemma. But when we got back to my apartment and Gemma hopped into the shower to get ready before me, I opened my phone and read it. Hey, I know it's short notice, but are you free at all tomorrow? I fly out on Sunday, but I'd really love to meet you in person before I go. Wanna do brunch in the city? Gem, I called, entering the steamy bathroom. Do you think this Stefan guy will assume that I'm going to have sex with him if we go on a date tomorrow? 
You'll probably try, she said, popping her curly head around the shower curtain. But that doesn't mean that you have to do anything. I don't want to waste my time if he's a total fuckboy, though, I said. Then just tell him that, she said, ducking back behind the curtain to finish washing her hair. Hey, I typed. I'd like to meet you too, but I'm not really looking for a casual hookup. If you still want to meet up tomorrow, great, but I just thought I'd put that out there. Brooklyn, Stefan wrote back. We're getting brunch. Unless we ditch our mimosas for a bathroom stall, I don't think either of us will be having sex. I just want to meet you. Let's say 11 at the Twisted Fork. I frowned at his message, wondering if he was luring me into some kind of trap, but said, okay, sounds good. I need to dump Chris, Lana announced later that night after she and Brie had arrived with a mountain of sushi and several bottles of wine. Why do I need to dump him? Gemma asked, reaching for a tuna roll from the sushi pile in the middle of the sleeping bags we were all sitting on. Because I can't stand him. I should have done it last night, but I was in too much pain. Pain? Brie looked alarmed. Yeah, it was insane! Lana's eyes widened, and she took a large gulp of wine. So, last night, we were having sex, when all of a sudden, something started burning. Burning where? Gemma asked, cautiously. My vagina! Lana shouted furiously. Turns out... The idiot decided to put on some of that warming lube. Uh-oh, Bree breathed. Aren't you? Yes, I'm allergic, Lana said furiously. So my crotch felt like it was on fire. Oh, no. Gemma was frozen, the tuna roll suspended inches from her mouth, listening to Lana. Yeah, Lana continued. I shouted at Chris to get that crap off of me, and he went running into the bathroom to get a towel. But it was still burning like crazy, so I told him to go get another damp cloth. But he forgot to shut my bedroom door when he went, and the yelling woke up our other roommates and their boyfriends, and they came running out to see what was the matter, and saw me spread eagle on my bed, butt naked, kicking like an angry baby. Oh, this is like the worst anxiety nightmare ever, Gemma said. Lana shrugged. Honestly, I was in so much pain and Chris was so incompetent that I was grateful the others were there to help me. So you just had two couples rubbing lube off your vag, Gemma asked, looking horrified. No, just the girls. We kicked Chris into the kitchen, and the boyfriends kind of just awkwardly retreated into their rooms while the girls brought in a bunch of cold cloths to try and quell the swelling. It was swelling? I choked on my spicy crunchy roll. Yes, I'm severely allergic to that kind of shit, which I would have told Chris if he hadn't just taken it upon himself to put it on me. Maybe 
She thought it was a nice surprise? Bree asked, with an air of trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, it wasn't, Lana said, shifting uncomfortably in her seat. We managed to get it all off, but I've got a freaking rash now, and it is entirely his fault. I hate him. Gemma and I winced and took sips of our wine. I've been wondering how long it would take for you to dump him, Bree said. You've kind of been annoyed with him for weeks. Have I? Lana asked, absently. Huh. The only problem is that he got me a trip to Tofino for my birthday, and we're supposed to leave next weekend. That sucks, Gemma said. But better to cancel and not have to hang out with him. I really want to go to Tofino, though, Lana pouted. You're going to wait until after the trip to dump him, aren't you? I smirked. Brooklyn, that would be diabolical, Lana said, in mock outrage, before adding, and yes, yes I am. Bree shook her head, but Gemma and I laughed. So, how are things with that smart dude you're dating, Lana asked Gemma, pouring everyone more wine. It's fun, Gemma said carelessly. Is he really as smart as Bentley said? Lana pressed. Apparently, Gemma shrugged. That's crazy! Bentley and James are the most intelligent guys I know, Lana said. If Austin was helping Bentley with his homework, he's gotta be a genius. Gemma shrugged and took another sip of wine. Classic Gem, not wanting to talk about her feelings. Lana smiled indulgently. What about you, Brooklyn? How was your night with Apollo? It was good, I told her. Then he kind of got weird, and now he seems super into me again. Classic, Brie muttered. Do you not like Apollo, Brie? Gemma asked. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's not that I don't like him, Bree said. It's that I don't like the things he does. He's so hot and cold. I just think Brooklyn could do better. It doesn't bother me, though, I shrugged. It should, Bree said. It's not a big deal, I told her. I really want to be single for a while. Seriously, I do, I added, because Bree was giving me a disbelieving look. I used to pretend I was fine with being single, but 
I secretly wanted a boyfriend, I think that's how I ended up with Tyler in the first place. I was a little bit desperate for a relationship, but being with him made me realize that it's so much better to be single than in a relationship with someone who doesn't make you happy. If I meet a guy who's, like, perfect, then maybe I'll consider getting into a relationship again, but I'm not willing to settle for anything less this time. Here, here, Gemma said, raising her glass. But perfect doesn't exist, Lana said, looking bemused. Exactly, I said, which is why I've chosen to be single. I'm so much happier being alone than I ever was with Tyler. I finally feel like I'm starting to become myself again. You seem more like yourself too, Bree smiled. That might also be because I went off the pill, I said, thoughtfully. I think it was like numbing me. It's only been like two weeks since I stopped taking it, but everything seems so much brighter somehow. Shit, dude, maybe I should go off of it, Gemma muttered. Get an IUD, Lana declared. It seriously changed my life. What's an IUD again? Gemma asked. It's like some kind of device thingy that they put inside your, um, cervix? Lana looked at Brie for help. Uterus, Brie corrected her. Right, yeah, and I don't really understand how it works, but it's like 99% effective, and you don't have to put hormones into your body. Well, there are two kinds of IUDs, actually, Brie explained. There's one that does release hormones, but it's less intense than the pill because the hormones are localized only in the area that they need to be. The hormone one is really effective, but some people don't like it because you're still taking hormones. The one you have, Lan, is the copper one. It's a little less effective and makes your period heavier and more painful. Yeah, my periods are like bloody murder now, Lana said casually. But the cramps aren't that bad anymore, and I'd rather have cramps than take hormones and be crazy. Well, actually, she added thoughtfully, I guess I'm still pretty crazy, but at least now I know that it's me being crazy, not some synthetic hormone. I might look into that at some point, I said. For now, I'm just going to use condoms and let my body get back to normal. I was on a super low dosage pill, but I think it really messed with me. That sucks, Bree said. I changed to the hormonal IUD, and it doesn't bother me, but I totally get not wanting to be on the pill. It's fucked up that we're still the ones who have to deal with this, Lana said. Is it not enough that we have to tear ourselves apart to give birth and have period cramps and PMS that take us out of commission for a few days every freaking month? Yeah, seriously? Where's the male birth control? Gemma demanded. It's the least the buggers could do. They're working on developing a male birth control pill, Bree said, and James says he'll take it, once it's out, so I don't have to use my IUD anymore. Oh, I love James, Gemma said fondly. And, you know, he's actually being sincere and would totally do it, Lana swooned. 
I think we should all be single until we find ourselves a James. Cheers to that, Gemma said, and we clinked our glasses together. Speaking of being single, Lana said, who's on your current dating roster, Brooklyn? Roster? Brief round. Yeah, you know, Lana said, like a group of at least five guys who you're dating at all times. Five? Bree's mouth fell open. That sounds exhausting. Well, you're not really dating all of them all the time, Lana elaborated. It's like a sports team. You've got your A team. You've also got a few alternates sitting on the bench so that if your A players don't show up or they get injured or decide to go play for another team, Gemma chimed in. Exactly, Lana nodded. If that happens, you've got options. It's basically the perfect way to make dating fun without wasting your time overthinking or being sad about one guy. So anyway, Brooklyn, who's currently on your roster? Well, she's found a few guys on Tinder, Gemma grinned. Nice, A-team or B-team, Lana asked me. B, I said. Although, there is this one guy, I don't know. There's something about him, which is stupid because he doesn't even live here. But they've been messaging nonstop ever since they matched, Gemma said, and they're going on a date tomorrow. What? Who is this guy? Lana asked excitedly. I showed her and Bree Stefan's profile. Wow, Lana whistled. You found him on Tinder? I'm re-downloading the app. Bree cleared her throat. You might want to wait until you've broken up with your boyfriend to do that, Lana. Oh, yeah, Lana said, dropping her phone onto the sleeping bag. What's this guy like, Brooklyn? What's his name? Stefan, and he seems cool, but I'm kind of worried he just wants to hook up with me. Dude, do it, Lana winked. I laughed. I would, but I know myself, and I don't think I can be casual with this guy. So I told him that I'm not down to hook up. You straight up said that? Lana asked. Yeah, I said, passing her my phone so that she, Bree, and Gemma could read my conversation with Stefan. Aw, his response is cute, Bree said. And funny, Lana said. This guy seems legit. I rolled my eyes. No guy looks like that and is legit. Just go out with him and have some fun, Lana said. And then text me and tell me if he actually looks like that and if so, if he has friends in the city because my God. Actually, maybe we can meet up with them all tonight. Are they going out? Yeah, I said but to roosters. What is roosters? Gemma asked. Isn't that that bar way out in... Bree said slowly. Pit Meadows, I said, nodding. There was a collective groan. Why are they going to a bar in Pit Meadows? Lana demanded. Because he's from Maple Ridge originally, so it's close for him and all his friends. 
Wow, Brooklyn, how did you find this guy? Lana asked. Even if he lived on the West Coast, he'd still be like an hour's drive away. No idea, I laughed. My Tinder settings are supposed to only accept people within 10 kilometers, so I guess he must have been downtown when we matched. Oh, he just sent you a message, Bree said, handing me back my phone. I smiled and opened it. It was a video selfie with him and some guy friends who were all waving and saying hi. Are those his friends? Lana asked, craning her neck to try and see the other people in the photo, but it disappeared before she could get a proper look. Damn it! Were they hot? Bree, you were closer. What do you think? Uh, Bree said uncertainly. Oh, never mind, Lana said impatiently. Let's send one back. We squished together as Lana took a selfie, then I sent it to him. You're so beautiful, Brooklyn, Stefan responded. When are you guys heading out? I made to reply, but was interrupted by a knock on the door. The four of us exchanged glances before hurriedly concealing the wine bottles under one of the sleeping bags. I opened the door to find a friendly-looking older woman on the threshold. Hi, I'm Maggie, she beamed. Danny sent me to measure your windows for the new drapes. Is now a good time? Danny had told me that someone would be coming by, so I let her in and we all introduced ourselves. Welcome to the building, she said, stepping awkwardly over the sleeping bags to get to the window. Thanks, I said. How long have you lived here? Oh, around 20 years, she said, vaguely, pulling out a tape measure and pressing it up against the glass. It's a great location, Gemma said. Yes, I like it, Maggie said fondly. There's nothing like waking up to the songs of the seagulls and crash of ocean in the morning. And you've got a great view. It's unfortunate that, oh, never mind. What's unfortunate, I prompted. Well, I really shouldn't say. I don't like to engage in gossip, Maggie said mysteriously. I won't tell anyone that you did, I said confidentially. Well, I suppose you should be given a heads up for your own safety, really. I exchanged uneasy glances with Lana, Gemma, and Brie. Safety? Brie asked. Yes, well, I don't mean to alarm you, Maggie said quietly. I'm sure everything will be fine as long as you don't enrage her. Enrage who? Gemma asked. Your neighbor, Maggie whispered, her pale gray eyes widening as she gestured to the wall that connected with the apartment on my left. She's insane. Suddenly, Maggie looked a little bit insane herself. What do you mean by insane? Brie probed. Shh, Maggie hissed. The walls are thin. You don't want her to hear ya. 
Gemma's eyes were growing rounder and rounder. I don't know how to explain it, Maggie said in a hushed tone, but suffice it to say that she's the reason the old tenant left. They were a nice couple, young like you, and I think they just couldn't take it anymore. Take what? Lana demanded. Oh, well, it always starts with notes, nasty notes. And then, well, I couldn't say for sure, but I do know that Danny and the owner of this building have been trying to evict her for years, but they can't get rid of her. Last week, she threw a tin of cat food at Danny's face. I don't know if you noticed the bruise above his left eye. But I frightened you, she said, apologetically, seeing the unnerved looks on all of our faces. She wrapped up her tape measure and headed back toward the door. I'm sure you'll be fine. Just don't give her a reason to dislike you. And maybe... Don't linger in the hallway. Okay, I said, trying to sound cheery. Well, thank you. Have a lovely evening, girls, Maggie said, with a wink, and she was gone. I turned around to look at Lana, Gemma, and Bree. They looked as creeped out as I felt. Well, Gemma said, with an attempt at lightheartedness. I guess that explains why this place was so cheap. Thanks for listening to Confessions of a New Grad. If you want to find out what happens next, new episodes will be published every Saturday until the end of the season. If you're enjoying the show, please tell your friends, give us five stars, and write a review on Apple Podcasts, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. To everyone who's already done that, thank you so much. It helps a lot. Confessions of a New Grad is written, narrated, and produced by me, Greta Craig. Our story editor is Rebecca Montgomery, and she created all of the amazing artwork for the project as well. You can follow the show on Instagram at newgradpodcast. Special thanks to all the amazing musicians who allowed us to use their songs in this production. You can find the soundtrack in our show notes. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com